0: وخير خير هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار هيا عباد الله important
1: for all of us every single muslim to understand who his Lord is, to understand who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, who our Creator is, who we worship. And in order to understand that, there are three main points that we should all know regarding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding Tawheed regarding monotheism regarding singling out Allah with worship that there are three main parts to remember the first of those is the Tawheed of al-Rububiyyah that is to single out Allah to make Allah single and unique in terms of His actions. So we believe that Allah alone, He alone created all of the heavens and the earth. Allah alone created all of the universe and everything that exists. There were no partners to him in doing that. There were no assistance or aids to Allah in doing that. There was nobody who participated in doing that. Creation of the heavens and the earth is an action that only Allah did and does. So we single out Allah with this action of creation, for example. We single out Allah also with the action of giving life and death. There is nobody else, no one else who gives life and death. That is something unique to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we single out Allah as the one who he alone gives life and death brings the creation to life and brings upon them death. And we know that all of us who are alive, then we will experience death at some point. Kullu nafsin as allah told us in the quran every soul shall taste death so we single out allah in giving life and death nobody else participates with allah in doing that nobody else aids or assists allah in doing that (laughs) similarly sending down the rain and bringing for us our rizq our provisions, our sustenance, then that is an action only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does. We single out Allah in that action of providing for us our rizq, providing for us our sustenance, our provisions, sending down the rain upon us, and the vegetation that grows from beneath us, then that is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. We single out Allah also for control of all of the universe, that He is the one who controls everything that happens in the heavens and the earth and in all of that which exists nobody else has any control nobody else decrees what happens that is in the control of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone these are all parts of our belief in the oneness of allah the Tawheed of allah singling out allah in the action of creation in the action of giving life and death in the action of giving our rizq our sustenance the rain in the action of controlling the universe and everything that happens single and unique to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone it is not those deceased ones in their graves who control these affairs. It is not anybody who has died that you go to their grave or their tomb or their shrine and ask them for these things. These are all unique to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the mighty and majestic. That is the rububiyyah of Allah the Lordship of Allah. Similarly though, there is what is known as Al-Uluhiyya that we must also single out Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala with our worship in every way, every type of worship it is singled out to Allah alone. tu bihi shay'a. As Allah told us, worship him alone and do not associate partners alongside him. In the famous hadith, the Prophet said, Al Ibad. Do you know what the right of Allah is upon his servants? Then later on the answer was given. Wait, 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 wait. The right of Allah upon his servants is that they worship him alone, single him out and do not associate partners with him. They do not go and call upon others. Make dua to others. Go and call upon the dead in their graves. Oh, go and call. Go and call upon the so-called awliya of Allah. They do not go to these people. They do not go to the tombs and the shrines and the dead. They do not call upon the angels or even the prophets and the messengers they call upon Allah alone. They supplicate and make the dua to Allah alone. As the Prophet said, Dua it is worship. So you do not make your dua to the dead. You do not even make your dua to the prophets and messengers. You make your dua to Allah alone. Every act of worship you do, you must single it out for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sincerity of worship, ikhlas, wa ma'umiru illa liyabudullah mukhlisin alahuddin, hu na That they were not commanded except to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely upon ikhlas singling out their worship to him alone upon tawheed, This is al-uluhiyya. This is a part of our belief in Allah. You cannot believe that it is permissible to call upon the dead or to make your dua to others besides Allah. That is not tawheed. That is not the reason why Allah created us. Allah told us that he did not create the jinn of the humans except for them to worship him, to call upon him, to make dua to him. And this is one of the greatest misguidances of the people of the Muslims. That they believe it's okay to go to the graves of the dead people and call upon them or to ask them to take your dua to Allah. Wrong, it is impermissible to do that. They believe that it is permissible to go to the grave of the Prophet Muhammad and make dua to him and ask him for Shafa'ah. That is impermissible. Allah has commanded us to make dua to Him alone, to supplicate to Him alone, to call upon Him alone, to single out all of our worship to Him alone. That is your monotheism. That is Tawheed. That is what the prophets and messengers came and called their people to. All of them telling their people. Ya Ibudullah, oh, Malakum O people, worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You do not have any other deity to worship besides Him. So be aware of this aspect of Tawheed that every single act of worship we must single it out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We must single it out to our Lord, our Creator, and not to call upon others or to redirect any of our worship to others, not to depend upon others. We depend upon Allah, not to put your trust in others besides Allah. We put our trust in Allah, our tawakkul in Allah. We rely upon Allah, and for the one who does that, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in your aid and in your assistance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings the ease to the person. Allah told us in the Quran with difficulty comes ease. But that is for the one who puts his trust and dependence in Allah, and calls upon Allah, and purifies his worship to Allah. They are the first two parts of our Tawheed regarding Allah. The rububiyah that we recognize Allah is the only creator, provider, sustainer. He is the Khaliq, the Malik, the Raziq, the Mudabbir. He is the one who controls the universe and its affairs. Then we recognize that we must single out all of our worship, whether it is from our hearts, whether it is upon our tongues, whether it is upon our limbs, physically, that we do all of that purely and sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala trusting in him, depending on him, relying upon him, having our tawakkul in Allah, making dua to him. That is what Allah has commanded us to do. That is what the prophets and messengers came and told all of their people to do.
0: Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. was salatu was salamu ala ashrafil نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه يجمعين، عباد الله.
1: We have mentioned the first two aspects of tawhid. Then there is a third aspect also، and that is known as توحيد الأسماء والصفات، the توحيد of the names and attributes of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the most perfect and beautiful of names and attributes وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى بِهَا That indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the most perfect and beautiful of names. So call upon him with those names. Call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is Ar-Rahman, Allah is ar Rahim, Al-Ghafoor, all of the different names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If only we knew them and we learned them and we studied them and we understood them, then it would have a great impact upon our lives. Knowing that Allah is As al Basir, that Allah is the one who hears everything and sees everything, that Allah is the all knowledgeable, Allah is the oft forgiving, the oft merciful, but also that Allah is Shadeedul Iqab, severe in punishment. If only we knew about these affairs regarding Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, regarding the names and attributes. Regarding the other descriptions, then it would have a huge impact upon our lives, knowing who our Lord is. In a hadith in Al Bukhari and Muslim, it mentions, "Inna lillahi tisra'tan wa tisri'in isma man ahsa hadhal al jannah." Verindi Allah subhanahu wa taala. As 99 names, whoever learns them, understands them, memorizes them, practices them, then he will enter paradise. 99! As long as you do that many, even though Allah has more than 99 names otherwise, Allah has more than 99 names and we do not know exactly how many. But as long as you learn and memorize and act upon 99, then the narration says you will enter paradise. It is important to understand the names of Allah. In Al Fatiha, you read Ar Rahman, Ar Rahim. What does it mean that Allah is Ar Rahman? What does it mean that He is Ar Rahim? What is the mercy of Allah? If you recognize that, then you would know that even if you fall into sin, then Allah is the All-Forgiving, the all merciful Allah is the one who forgives you your shortcomings and your wrongs. Allah is the one who accepts your tawbah, your repentance. And if you ask Allah for that guidance and you ask Allah to be upright and to get away from your sins, then that is something that you may find that Allah bestows upon you that you become righteous and you abandon your sins and you turn your life around. This is what is required of a believer to understand the names and attributes of Allah, to understand the other aspects of Tawheed. That is what a Mewahid is. That is what a person of Tawheed is. And on the Day of Judgment, the difference between the people of paradise and the people of hellfire will be this. The people of Tawheed, they go to paradise. The people who are not upon Tawheed, they are upon shirk. They are calling upon the dead. They are calling upon the graves and the tombs and the shrines. They are calling upon the prophets and messengers and their graves. Instead of calling upon Allah directly, and those are acts of shirk. And perhaps those people may end up in the hellfire as a consequence. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us all from the people of Tawheed. All of us who understand what Tawheed is and implement it and practice it and to be away from and distanced from shirk and the evils of it. Wa sallallahu wa Wa